Welcome back to the next episode of Confessions of a Property Investor. I'm Catherine Andrews, Director of Investments. And I'm Michelle White, Director of Qualifications. Today, Mish, we're going to discuss the benefits of purchasing a property within your self-managed super fund. Perfect. And we're really going to touch on, again, the realities um, and what it truly means to have a property in your self-managed super fund. Now, first things first, we're not financial planners. We don't want to be financial planners. It's not something that we've ever touched on, but we do engage with them when required. Um, Essentially, the fundamental parts of the legalities where they need to be involved. We're property experts and there are significant pros in purchasing a property within a self-managed super fund. I guess when you directly compare it to what you make in your industry fund. So I think that we'll probably touch a little bit, Mish, on, I guess, the cycles of the industry fund, Mm. um, the reality of them, and they they do both make you money, really, um, except essentially the share market is a lot more volatile, really. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's not that it doesn't make you money. Well, the way I look at it is this. Be real. The way I look at it is this. If you have a look over an extended period of time, we're talking 50 to 70 years, the growth rate through the shares and the stocks are actually a little bit higher than property. Mm. The difference is that that growth rate is calculated on how much you have in super. Exactly. So if you've got 100 grand, 150,000, 200,000, the growth rate is on that 200,000 maximum. Mm. If you use that 200,000 for a property worth, say, 700, 800,000, the growth rate is now on that $800,000 property. Correct, correct. So you have the capacity to increase your super significantly in comparison to the stock market. It is, but I just want to go back a yeah. little bit, just in relation to the, I guess, the trends in the share market. That's absolutely true um, in relation. But let's go back to the trends in the share market. They do make you money and people do make money in their in the industry funds, but what would essentially be a true indication of money making over the last 25 years in the share market and 25 years in the property market? Um, do you think, in your opinion, that they're on par? And this is putting you on the spot yeah. a little bit. No, it is. <laughs> it do you think, in your opinion, it's they're on par? Or yeah. do you think that property well and truly supersedes the share market? I'm going to try and not be biased because yeah. I, I absolutely love property and I love the success that it's not mm. only provided me through it, but anyone that we've worked with yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, look, as you said so rightly, industry funds are designed to make people money. Mm. They were put in place for a fantastic reason, to assist with retirement. But the reality is that the average Australian will not retire with enough in their super if they stick to a super fund. Yeah. If they haven't taken some form of control, yeah. even whether or not it's with their industry fund, they're well, simply you, not going to have enough. Well, you can't because you don't know what they're investing mm-hmm. in. Yeah. And I guess as well there, based on that, is it's not designed really to help us retire comfortably in our twilight years. It's pretty hard to get the pension in Australia now too. Very true. So, Very true. Um, you know, you have to be 70 or something like that. And and honestly, what the pension is, and with the utmost respect uh, to the hardworking Australians that deserve that extra stream of income, it's almost impossible to get it these days and you essentially have to cut the way you live and mm. change your lifestyle. So in true confession style, let's be real, property definitely supersedes 
industry funds. Yeah, we just didn't really want to say it, but this is a confessional. So we need to say the truth. So let's talk a little bit about property in a self-managed super fund and the benefits that Mm. it has. Um, I know you, you discussed briefly before about the value of it and the money it makes off that, what other benefits are also involved in purchasing a property in a self-managed super fund? I think the one that stands out for me is that little subject, that three-letter word, (laughs) word, sorry, that three-letter word that everyone hates to say, tax. Capital gains tax. I was going to say it at the same time. Ah, dang. (laughs) Being able to acquire an investment property Mm. and not have to pay capital gains tax if you're selling at the right time is a major benefit. Absolutely. Let's be real. Yeah. No one wants to have to pay that capital gains component. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I know. No, absolutely. So that's definitely a benefit. Um, Also, it's the fact that it is safe. Um, it's It's essentially in a business. It runs its own business and it's not in your personal name. So if something was to go wrong in your personal world, um, you're not going to get creditors or anyone like that going after the assets that are within your self-managed super fund. Mm-hmm. Um, so it does have its benefits of safety and security. Absolutely. Um, do you think also, I think it helps with generational wealth, the fact that yes. you can put up to six members on a self-managed super fund. You've got you know, 2.5, 3.5 kids. Uh, you can essentially put them on once they come of age yeah. and they can then become members of the fund and, and learn how to how to run a an investment portfolio. Absolutely. Um, yeah, definitely. Any other perks? Yes. Uh, one of the main ones that come to me when I'm out seeing clients mm. is the fact that if it's structured the right way, it should have minimal impact on your day-to-day lifestyle. Absolutely. Because a self-managed super fund sits mm. independently, you're safeguarded. Yeah. You're safeguarded. Yeah. And again, that's why understanding how they run and how they can be structured and the way that, you know, when you're putting together your strategies, you are allowing for yeah. those contributions. Um, a brilliant way to be able to invest, set up your future and your retirement without having to take money from your own pocket. Yeah, that's what scares a lot of Aussies at the moment. Definitely. They know as long as it's safe, it you have to, you know, picking and choosing an asset to put within your super funds also a little bit tricky. That's where we come in. It is tricky mm. because there's certain areas that the banks and the lenders just don't accept, yes. certain postcodes, it needs to be tier one rating and and all of that. Okay, because of the true confessional, mm-hmm. what are some of the cons of purchasing a property within your SMSF? Okay, I'm going to come back again to the goals and motivations that we receive from clients when first discussing yeah. their circumstances. One of the major things that often clients will talk about is being able to use property to pay down their mortgage in the future. Yeah. In this case, within a super fund, it's going to stay in your super fund. Yep. So it's not until after retirement age that you can access that that money and that equity. That's right. So no, it's not going to help pay down that mortgage. What it will do is set you up for your retirement. That's right. Another one is, I guess, that you can't use the equity out of that asset within the super fund to purchase another one within your super fund. So a lot of people are like, oh, if this makes me $200,000 in the next three years, can I use some of that equity to buy another one in your super fund? Unfortunately... No, you can't. I know it sucks, but you it can't. Does. It yeah, does. no, you can't. Yeah. Um, what else do you think? I think it's also the fact that um, one of the cons, I think the setup process, mm. it's horrendous. It's horrendous. Oh, yeah. Like pulling teeth. Yeah. yeah. That's the worst. Yeah. All of our clients are like, oh, God. I'm like, I know. Don't worry, guys. You only have to have to do it once. you do it once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's done. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 So, look, overall, guys, in conclusion, I guess, for this confessional is that – 
Self-managed super funds are essentially self-managed. You are the one that is responsible, you and any member on the fund that is responsible for anything, any dollar that goes in and out of that fund. In our experience, I have we, Chase, have helped well over five to 600 people um, setting up self-managed super funds. And I dare say it is the way to go. Um, is it scary? Yes. Do you feel, oh gosh, I have to put in all my super. It's gone from an industry fund into a self-managed fund. It's still there. It's just gone into a property. Don't be scared. Uh, self-managed super funds with property, I think, are the way to go. And it, and it works. I'd say so. Absolutely. I'd say so. Think of it this way. Your money's already invested. Let's just change what it's invested in to property. That's perfect. Love that. Thank you. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. And we look forward to seeing you next time. See you for the next confession. Bye.